Hello and welcome to Beautifully Made. I am your host, Melanie Ivy, and I am excited about today. Let me tell you, you all are in for a treat. I would like to introduce you to the beautiful Sabrina Rowe. Welcome! Thank you for having me. Thank you I'm for having so me. I'm so excited that you're here. Listen, this is a phenomenal woman, and I'm going to give you all the treat because you're going to actually get a chance to hear the heart of this beautiful woman. So let's get started. Tell us a little bit about yourself. My name is Sabrina Rowe. I'm 46 years old. I'm an identical twin, and I own, I'm co-owner of 2 Lot 2 Nail Salon and Company with my twin sister. That is amazing. And you guys, if you're in the Atlanta area, please go by. This is a phenomenal company. This is something that you don't want to miss because you're talking about top of the line, premier services. I mean, I'm just going to plug it for you because that's where I go. And I so it's amazing. So I do want you to hear more about that. You, you, you've been in the beauty industry for a long time. For 25 plus years, over 25 what? years. Yeah. You don't look more than 25 yourself. Why, thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> so on that note, you know, tell me more about that. What is it about this industry that has had you in it so long? Well, we saw a need, we as in my twin sister and myself, we mm -hmm. saw a need for African-Americans to it. be in the nail business. You know, when okay. you go on um, around, you see all these Asian nail yes. salons, salons yes. around. And we was like, we can do that. That's we can right. take over that industry. Okay. So we got into the industry, like I say, many, many, many years ago mm -hmm. in Richmond, Virginia, where we're from. Wow. And then we moved here to Atlanta. I moved first. I moved two years oh, before my sister. I, I laid the foundation down. Did you really? I actually started, you know, branding our name. And then she moved here two years later, and then we just took off with it. That's amazing. So mm -hmm. tell the people your name again, the name of your company. Two Lot Two Nail Salon and Company, located in West Midtown. And tell me how that name came about since you came here first. Mm -hmm. You laid the foundation. So mm -hmm. I know there's some history behind the name. Yeah, it's we're identical twins. So yes. we didn't want to name it after ourselves, twins or Sabrina and Charlene. Uh -huh. So we just played around with the name. And once we came out, we came out with Two Lot Two. I love the it's name. It's two of us. It's so cute. I love the name. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so since you have been in the industry so long, you came from Richmond, um, Virginia, mm -hmm. right? Now that's where you were born and raised yes. for the most of your life, pretty much. Yeah. So do you have a big family you came from? or? It's a family of five girls. And my oh, twin girls? sister and myself, we're the youngest. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Okay. So it's a lot of women in the, in the room and then you have a mother and a father, right? So um, are you close with your siblings? I am. I'm more close with my twin sister because we're here in Atlanta yeah. together. Mm -hmm. But it's three older sisters there in Richmond, Virginia. And we are close. We're, we're, awesome. we're, we're all five strong women. Just imagine growing up in a house with five girls who are strong-minded, mean what they say, say what they mean, so, uh, yeah. Okay, so there was, there was never a dull moment, is what you're no, saying, never. No. So that's beautiful what you just said, actually. You said you grew up in a house with strong women, so is that something like your mom instilled into you, that strength, where does that come from? Yeah, because my mom was a single mom, oh, wow. okay? So my dad wasn't around. Okay. He's around now, but he wasn't around then. Yeah. So she raised her five girls. Wow. And we saw her work hard. Wow do everything hard so that's she amazing. raised five five tough girls that's not that's not easy to do mm -mm. 
No. But she is phenomenal. I met her. I had the pleasure of meeting her, and she's amazing. Yeah. She looks like she's in her 40s, so I get why you look like you're in your and 20s. And she's turning 70 in a couple of days. You're kidding me. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's fabulous. Mm -hmm. That is really fabulous. So, since you've come from a background of strength, you know, was that instilled in you? Where did you learn that confidence? Because I can say, since you do have your own business, that takes strength. That takes boldness. You know what I mean? So, where did that come from from you? Well, like I say, it's been girls raised in my family. Yeah. Um, my older sister's a tough cookie. Okay. Um, we saw hard work and dedication from my mom. We saw mm -hmm. her never quit. We saw wow. her working, you know, two jobs just to keep it together for wow. us. So that strength comes from there. So we go hard for our business. We have a business and we go really, really hard for it. Our business is everything. We oh, make yes. sure that it's professional, mm -hmm. that we um, give great customer service and nothing short of that. And that is so true. Mm -hmm. I am a customer and I can say that it has been stellar every time. There is never, there's a consistency in your stellar mm -hmm. and your service. So I think that's mm -hmm. amazing. And you can tell your heart's there, you know? Yeah, yeah. And we instill that in our technicians as well. Mm -hmm. They probably be like, oh God, here we go again. <laughs> here we go again. Cleanliness and yes. professionalism is everything to us. So we, that's we awesome. stay on top of them about that. Now, you know, you said something. You said cleanliness and professionalism. I think when I heard cleanliness, I thought about godliness. Mm -hmm. So was that instilled in you as you were growing up? Did you have a have a faith walk? Did your mom talk to you about that, or where did that come from for you? Yeah, well, my mom, of course, she took us to church with mm -hmm. her, with her. Um, but once I moved here to Atlanta, mm -hmm. that's when I really gotcha. started my faith walk. Okay, you know what I mean. Yeah. I went to church just because you're supposed to go on yes. Easter, because you're supposed to on go Christmas? maybe on Christmas. No, no, no. Yeah, you're supposed yeah. to go on Christmas. Do you yeah. go on Christmas play and all that good stuff? Yes, but I really got it together once I got here. Okay. Mm -hmm. And once I got here, I went to a mega church. Oh. I went to a couple other churches, but the church that I really call home, I went to a mega church. It was New Birth Missionary okay. Baptist Church, right? Gotcha. So, okay, I'm looking like, is all this for real? <laughs> you know, the dim lights. Yes. The dancing and the laying hands and people, right. you know, falling out and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, is this real? Yeah. And then I'm like, hmm. But then it was one day I was going through it, okay? Wow through it. And Lord, and we all go through it every now and then, don't and we? Right, and still yes. going through it sometimes. Exactly. So, I, when I went to the church, I was like, hmm, okay, I'm going to give this a chance. I'm going to go back again. Okay. And then, you know, you start going through it or whatever. And I think it was something going on and someone took me up to the front. A friend mm. of mine, he's now passed away, Douglas. Wow. He took me up to the front and Bishop kind of laid hands on me. Wow. So, I was like, okay, I feel something different with that. Like, whoa, this really? is real, right? This yeah. is real. And then, when, um, I was leaning down and I was crying and this lady put her hands on me, wow. right? Mm -hmm. And so when she put her hands on me, when she lifted up, it seemed like everything was light. Wow. You felt lighter. Mm -hmm. That's a beautiful thing. And I said, oh, maybe this church is for me. Wow. So maybe how, this ministry is for me. So you, that was your shift, if you will. Mm-hmm. Mm. So how has this walk um, impacted you now since you've been on this walk? Well, it made me a, a better person because before I even got into any of that, I yeah. was not a good person. I can't even not, believe no, it. No, 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 no. <laughs> not in shisty shady or anything like that. My mouth was hard. Mm. I might have said anything to anybody. Okay. And all of this. So then I went through a transition. Okay. I went through this transition where I lost everything. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Wait. Lost everything. Lord, Lord. Not, not a place to live, but okay. money, monetary. You know, okay. I lost all my money. Oh, wow. So when I lost all that money, I was like, okay, what am I going to do now? I used to pop off and sell all kinds of crazy stuff to wow. people. And... Then once I did that and had no other choice but to go but back to, go to God, my goodness, I did that and then it was like, okay, 
Man, you gotta crawl, you gotta walk, you gotta see this. And no, a lot of people didn't even know that I was going through it. Wow. Now that's know. a beautiful thing. That's I didn't lose anything. I didn't lose my house. I didn't lose my car. Yeah. I didn't lose anything. You still have your clothes. Yeah, you of know, course you can look your, the part. You can look the part. How about that? But then nobody knows that mm-hmm. that the IRS took money out of two different banks. What? All your CDs, all your stocks, all your bonds. They took all the money? All of that. Now, how, For what, a mistake what, that they made. Wait, wait a minute. A mistake they made? Yeah. Now, now I was see, being audited. Yeah. They backed it up audit me for three years because they could do that and then I was supposed to put in some more paperwork I put in that paperwork gotcha and then they didn't receive the paperwork that I put in you're kidding me so they took everything okay now let's talk about this because what you've described I'm sure somebody can relate to oh yeah you know it's lots of us that go through this but the the strength in that is and sharing the, the story don't take it yeah somebody they lost it somewhere exactly or mismanaged it exactly or another husband, wife, somebody took it left. Exactly. Something. So you know, we as strong women, mm-hmm. we like to just keep going. We gotta put the face on, we gotta keep it moving. But where in there were you able to take the time that you needed to recover from that? Because we can always put the, listen, we can oh, be right, killed. right then and there because you oh, have another choice. Uh-huh. You know, because when you kinda, okay, I have to tell you this funny okay, story. Okay, tell me about it. I had a boyfriend at the time, <laughs> Okay. right? So he had, I came home, I'm like, he said, I'm coming over, I said, I had a bad day, don't come over. I had a real bad day. Okay. So he was like, okay. He was like, what happened? I said, the IRS took all my money. And he was like, what, really? You know, that meant, he was like, now I gotta take care of this girl, <laughs> right? Translation, gotcha. I gotta take care of this girl. Gotcha. So I said, okay. So I already knew he wasn't gonna be there. I already mm, knew, you I, felt could feel that it. Thing. I could feel yeah. it. He never said it. Yeah. He came, we talked about it, we did mm. this, we did that. So he came, I said, so I already knew I'm gonna, that this was this gonna, was gonna be, be it. Yeah. You just come to say farewell. So the next time I saw him, I was getting myself together. I said, you know who gonna be okay, right? He said, you. I said, you know who gonna bounce back on this? He said, you. Mm-hmm. I said, cause I'm a strong person and that's okay with or without you. So that was cool. Wow. And, it, and it was, I think it was good for him not to be there because I had to concentrate on all that's of me. That's it, that's yeah, it. I didn't need no distractions. I didn't need a relationship. Wait, I didn't need anything. But you know what's powerful about what you just said? What? You recognized you needed that time for you. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many women don't know that? How many women don't know that today? And it, today. And it bothers okay. me. It bothers, it bothers me. me too. Because they feel like, you know, like right now I'm not dating anybody. I'm celibate. I'm not dating anybody. But they look at me. I look like that girl. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I look like that girl that's supposed to be. You got to have somebody. I'm here dating this yeah. person. Everybody. Or if someone looking, every man that walked past me is not my guy. Uh, listen, did you hear that message? People, people be like, people be okay. like, did you see him? Or isn't he fine? Yeah, I, yeah. You know, every man, and when when he walk past me, I'ma feel something. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. I'ma feel something, and I don't feel like that with every guy that walk past me. And then the funny thing is, because people think somebody is fine. My sister, we grew up with. Like, I have a cousin that's in LA. Okay. She'll be like, Sabrina, what does he look like? I said, Oh, he's cute. He's cute. She be like, Put Charlotte on the phone. Charlotte, what does he look like? Charlotte's like, He is not cute. Oh. And I'm like, but my cuteness is different. That's it. Totally. And you're good with that. I'm totally good That's with good. that. That's good. It's it factor swagger. It's um, yeah. all of the above yeah. except for the physical. You gotcha. know, man, when you get someone that's good looking and he got all he got the it factor swagger going on, think that's good. But the thing is, everybody thinks that, you know, Sabrina, you're not with anybody. Oh, they feel so sorry for me. They shouldn't, though. And I'm like, no. They shouldn't. I don't have any kids. They be like, oh, so you just don't have any kids? 
Okay, so get, like, what's funny about that is I have the same thing happen to me. Okay, well, you, you don't have nobody? I said, no, I'm good. You don't have no children? I said, mm, I'm good. Um, what's wrong with that? It's nothing wrong with being a strong woman and you're good with you. So many women aren't. They're not. You know? And then sometimes I throw in a little Brie. My, my, my nickname is Brie. Yes. I have to throw in Brie like, I don't have no child, no um, daycare to pay for. I don't have no kids <laughs> to go get. I don't. So you know, you have to kind of put it on them because even when they say you don't have a man or you don't have any yes. kids, I'm like, I don't need to check for nobody to see if, it's, if I can go somewhere, if I no. need to come straight home no. from work, or if I can Nothing. decide to want to go to the movies. I can go to the movies. I don't have to check in with nobody. But that day will come around. I'm not yeah. against that. I'm I not either. I, I, I want a relationship, yeah. but I want it when it's ready for me. Exactly. And or so when I'm ready for it. And you know, when that time comes, it's going to be that time but you're not stressed about it right now mm -hmm. and let me tell you how strong and beautiful that is that's pretty much what beautifully made is mm -hmm. you good with you mm -hmm. you good with all your flaws and all right mm -hmm. and it's okay yep you don't have nobody it's like you don't care about what other people think i don't care and then one thing i do have is thick skin oh yes 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 now how did you develop this thick skin <sighs> <laughs> okay okay now the thick skin came from a lot of people being mean. Like when mm. we were in school, my twin sister and I we was quiet. Okay. We hung, we met each other at the locker door in, in between classes. We didn't say anything. They used to be like, you guys are, they used to call us ching ching chong or something like that because I was slanted eyes. You guys are Chinese, you guys are ching ching chong. <laughs> so they'll say stuff like that to us and we'd be like, I'm black. My mama black and my daddy black, I'm black. <laughs> no, you're not, no, you're not. So there's a pick with us. So we was like these little quiet little kids. Mm -hmm. And then after a while, when people would start saying stuff to us, I would, me personally, I don't yeah. know how my twin sister, because she got thick skin and she a pistol too. You know what yes. I mean? She's a strong mother, She's a strong wife. Woman. Um, all of that. Mm -hmm. But mine's was, I used to get migraine headaches. Oh. All because of, if you came you and said, out? no, it was like, if you came and said something to me, mm -hmm. um, why is your hair like that? Okay. For example. And if I said, um, I, I, I don't know, or just because. And if I didn't say, why is your hair like that? Right. Or why do you have that shirt on? Uh -huh. If I go home and I'll get a massive headache because I said I should have said something. I should have defended oh my myself. Goodness. I didn't defend myself. So I would go home and my headaches would be so bad that I would have to lay on the floor. Right? Wow. So I lay on the floor, but the first time somebody said something to me and I was like, who are you talking to and why did you say that? Uh-oh. No more headaches. They went so, away. Oh my God. Totally went away. Mm -hmm. So to me, that sounds like you, you stood up for yourself. I did. And you know your worth, sound uh -huh. like to me. And I have now thick skin. That's awesome. So ever Nothing since that moment, me. that's a wrap. You've never had to look back on that. Mm -mm. That's a beautiful thing. So because of that incident, did it, did it build up to that? Like it had so many instances where you were tired of the headaches or you were just tired of, listen, I'm going to well, be first me. I didn't know that's what was causing the okay. headaches, right? Okay. And then as soon as I stood up for myself, I said, oh, I'm not having any more of these headaches. Now, since mm -hmm. I'm not going home worrying about what mm -hmm. I did not say to defend myself. Mm -hmm. So you know? worrying can cause some stress, huh? <laughs> Now, how have you incorporated that as an adult? Because like you said, you got the thick skin, you're comfortable in yourself, but so many people are not comfortable in themselves. You came from a strong family. Mm -hmm. You were very fortunate, you know, to have that upbringing. And your mom is, I mean, she's a pillar 
And I know, I've seen her and myself, like I've said, mm -hmm. and she is a strong woman. You can tell by the way you guys conduct yourselves mm -hmm. that y'all are strong women. Mm -hmm. But she's some, really, really nice and a pushover now. But growing <laughs> up, she was a she was, Oh my God, we was like so terrified. Like, mama's gonna get us. Don't say this, don't do that. She's gonna get us. So oh, she's, wow. a, she's a pushover now because okay. she's getting older. But she was definitely. Wow. A no-nonsense playing hmm. mom. So because she was a no-nonsense and y'all had that confidence, to me, that's a version. What's your definition of self-love? What does that look like to you? You know, because you've talked about your strength and you light up when you talk about that. So is that part of what mm -hmm. you call self-love? Yeah, and something you said earlier that um, you just have to love all of you. You yes. know what I'm saying? Your flaws, your good, your bad, your ugly. Yeah. You're happy, you're sad. It's all part of it's the journey. It's all part of it. That's mm -hmm. so good. So it sounds like you're in touch with your emotions too. So many people try mm -hmm. to dumb them down. Like I don't want to feel that way. But I, I cry over a movie. Yeah, me too. A, a good movie. A good movie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying a happy movie. You're crying. The dog died. You know. And so. you're okay with that. I'm okay with that. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's that's a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. So because you've had this great, you know, upbringing, and you are phenomenal in your own right. You are welcome. How can you help? What do you think would be inspirational for a young person coming up? So many people aren't as fortunate as you, you know. Mm -hmm. They may not have had um, a mom who was strong. Maybe they are from a single mm -hmm. family or they may have both parents mm -hmm. and they still experience some type of insecurity, not really, you know, taking the time to get to know themselves, if you will. You were blessed in that way. So what would you mm -hmm. say somebody younger, you know, to encourage them you know, to embrace themselves. You know, I will um, tell a younger person, find out what makes you happy. That's good. Find out um, what brings you joy. Yeah. And do that and don't let nobody deter you from it. Yeah. Um, and when you start looking for that relationship, look for something better than what you know. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Because if you find something better than what you're used to, because some people, is when they say, that this is what they know, this is what they're used to, this mm -hmm. is what they sing, this yes. is what they talk. Yes. And you know, I used to have some friends and they used to always look at magazines all the time, right? Mm. So I used to always say, they want somebody else's life. Cause they looking at the magazine, mm. they looking at the houses, they looking at the cars, mm -hmm. they looking at the models, they looking at the bodies, they looking at the clothes, the fashion. And I say, they want to be somebody else. But I take that in a positive way mm -hmm. and be like, why can't she look at that big house and dream? Right, that's it. Why can't she look at those shoes and say these are the shoes that That's she right. want to be able to That's get. Right. So when it comes to a younger lady, yeah, I would tell her if this is what you've seen mom date and it wasn't good, or if this is what you've seen auntie date and it wasn't good, mm -hmm. do better than that. You can change it. Want better than that. That's right. That's good. Did y'all hear that? That is real good. So that means your circumstances don't define who you are, huh? Mm -mm. Not at all. That's so good. That is so good. Mm -hmm. Because who you are, your circumstances, to me, are just where you are for this moment. Mm -hmm. But you gotta allow yourself, like you just said, I think that's mm -hmm. so good because you share that you gotta allow yourself to dream. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. and dream big. And my twin sister, myself, we talk about all this all, this mm -hmm. all the time. If she's saying, um, well, what are, they, they say they're gonna do this and they're gonna do that. I say mm -hmm. they probably can't do it. That's you know right. what I'm saying? That's right. And why not dream big? Because if you dream just, Right here. Yeah, that's what you don't gonna work. Mm -hmm. You might fall right there. That's right. You know what I'm saying? So if you dream bigger and it don't happen big, you might fall a little bit short up under that, but then who knows? You might break the glass ceiling. That's it. So this you just sparked another thought. I was thinking, huh? So you guys have been in the industry, like you said, over twenty years. What did you see that made you say, I can do that? 
Cause y'all are doing it. And y'all doing it well. Okay, so <laughs> not just doing nails. Yes. Okay, so we've already doing nails, you know, okay, people look at that as being common or whatever, you know, nail salon. But when the turning point for me was mm -hmm. when I started doing all these executives behind oh, the scenes, okay. behind the music, the okay. songwriters, the all those people. When they started coming to me, and then when this one guy named um, Dave Gates and Charlotte Asbury, they gave me their bosses, which okay. was L.A. Reid and Dallas Austin, and Dave Gates would pay for different people to get their nails done, okay. and I would meet all these different songwriters and all these different people. And when they would come and get their nails done, They'd be like, my boss needs a manicures. Wow. The boss being L.A. Reed. Gotcha. Jermaine Dupree. Wow. Um, Usher. Puffy. That's amazing. It's, been, it's all these big people. Okay, so once you go to these people, mm -hmm. um, once you go to these people, then they don't want to come into the salon. Right. This is where the business come in. Gotcha. At, right? Okay. They can't come into the salon. So then I need to go to them, which did not exist. It sure didn't. I will go to them. I will figure out how to take my pedicure tub, my manicure table, wow. and my products. Hmm. I will go to these people. We call it a, a home visit, a mobile visit for your house, your office, wherever you wanted me to come. Wow. Then you put a different price That's on right. that. That's right. And then you got to put a different price on it for not just your work, but from you leaving your salon, going to their home or their office. Mm -hmm. And the travel time there, the time to do it and the travel time back. Gotcha. You didn't lost a lot of time at your shop. That's right. That's right. So now you got to make it monetary, make it make sense, make it work. Yeah. These people didn't have a problem with it. Wow. They will call us to do Jay Z, Beyonce. They will call. I've done Oprah. I've done Gail King. Wow. I've done. I mean, I've done the best of them. I've done a lot of people. That's amazing. Tyler Perry. I've done a hmm. lot of people. It's just a couple people I haven't done. I've done. So what's interesting Jada is Pinkett, you, you know? made a niche. That's a niche, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Does anybody else do that? Cause well, now they're doing it. Okay. But when the youngins came up and started doing yeah. it, they was going for $5. Trying to $5. either get the client or beat our price. Until we had to tell mm -hmm. them, don't cut us short. Don't That's cut right. yourself short. That's right. Because you should get the same amount that I get when I go to them. That's right. Don't cut yourself short. So not only were you have your own salon, you trained other people how to do it right. Yeah, and we started this mobile thing, and it's other manicures around here to be like, y'all was the first ones to do this. That's right. Y'all are pioneers. Yeah, we, <laughs> we sitting it down, we giving it to the um, youngins, letting them do all that stuff now. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. That is really, really awesome. Well, I love what you said to the young people. You have a lot of wealth and a lot of wealth of information to share and a lot of history. Mm -hmm. And I'm so grateful for your time today. So I know we got to cut it short, but I have enjoyed you. And I want to make sure people stay in contact with you because they got to come see the shop. They got to come patronize the shop. Once you go to the shop, let me go ahead and tell you. Just shut it down. Tell your person before you make the appointment that it was great, you know, and now you've moved on. You're going to stay with two lot too, okay? Okay, so tell the people about that plug. <laughs> <laughs> so tell the people how they can stay connected to you. Okay, we're located 1133 um, Huff Road in West Midtown, and our website is twolatunailsalon.com. Again, I have enjoyed myself. Thank you myself. so much for what you shared. So many people are going to be impacted by what you just shared. I just want you to know. So thank you for sharing your heart. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. And thank you for joining us today. Remember, beauty begins the moment you decide to be yourself. I am your host, Melanie Ivy. See you next time. Thank you.